show up until I go live. Hey, everybody, we're back round two. I don't know if the audio is fixed, so if anyone ends up finding this goddamn stream, let us know. <laughs> Please let us know. Is this on a whole new link now? Yeah. This is a whole, whole new, new link. Stream. Uh, is there any way to let people know? I'm going to go you drop it on Discord right now okay. and uh, put it out. It's like out on YouTube now that we're live now, so hopefully they'll see the notification for it if they have notifications. Oh, oh there we go. Okay, there here's we go. See? Do Welcome back. Can you hear us this time, Simon? Is it Simon. working? Simon, is it working? Please tell us. Yo, it works. It's, it's better, better now, now. Okay. baby. Okay, we're here. We're right. here. We're here. So we're going to chalk that one up to StreamYard. Not yeah, we'll chalk us. that one up to StreamYard. Yeah, no. StreamYard being an screen. asshole. Take your pick. Yeah, both. Either or. Where were we? Where were we? Okay, so I guess I guess we'll just we'll start from the goddamn top now, since probably no one heard any of that stuff. Welcome to Bobby's Cryptid Quarter, everybody, uh, where we talk about all things weird and spooky. And tonight we have Eric, aka Gypsy Road, aka Paranormal Highway, on today. We are so excited to talk about him and his experiences and all that fun stuff. Our drinking game tonight is: is anytime someone says the word paranormal we do have to drink so everybody take a drink this is now my third shot since here we are We're i like only your fucking 10 minutes that chap campbell i had to poop so it worked out fine oh perfect <laughs> perfect <laughs> i heard i make people crap a lot when, when i'm on the show on a show that's great we might be spirit, spirit animals <laughs> like, i like the uh help my morning silver lining movement. take Cool shirt, Babs. Mm. Cool shirt, Babs. Yes. Where are you? So we were starting from the beginning. Motorhead. Nice. I know. Uh, where I don't know where we started off at. Came from. I'm wearing so, a tour uh, shirt too. This is a tour shirt. You are Who wearing a cool it? shirt. I, I noticed that. Social distortion. Baby. Oh, wearing a cool shirt too. Now, uh, Eric, I gotta ask you. I see that shirt, shirt in a lot of your videos. Is that like a kind of a uniform on your channel? That's my uniform shirt. Oh, okay. I keep it okay. down don't here when, when when I don't like the shirt that I'm wearing. I have it as my backup. Oh, okay. I right love on. that. Smart. Well, while we're on while we're on the topic, why don't you uh, tell folks that may not know who you are and what it is you do? I've been on this channel before. What do you mean, you people in the chat haven't seen me? Not everybody comes okay. to Bobby's Cryptic Corner. Jesus fucking okay. I'll just go fuck <laughs> myself. Um, <laughs> ladies, take it away. Eric has an amazing. <laughs> so no, it's so Bobby's Cryptic Corner on our channel is kind of like a, a little bit of a different crowd than our normal crowd, Eric. So you know, oh, okay. Kind of. So one thing that uh, Eric does is he has more than one channel. He does his cryptid stuff that he has for Paranormal Highway, Gypsy Road, what it used to be. Um, but you also do like horror movie reviews and horror things talk, like that, yes. right? So like yes. Bobby has a horror podcast. So we do all of our things under one channel. So sometimes when we have people in our chat, it's not necessarily people who would have been coming oh, to I our other it. show that we that we were into. So oh, I get it. Yeah, so, Eric. Trust me, when I do horror talk uh, uh, on my main channel. Nobody shows up. It's like it's like once you talk about movies, they're out. Oh. They don't totally about I was monsters, looking at my numbers earlier today. You know? <laughs> so it's just branding. So, you should separate that out into a completely different channel and see what happens. Yeah, and that's what he did. That's what I did. Uh, oh. Horror talk channel. Oh. Okay. And what's it called? What's the name of it? Hey, horror the market. The market's flooded. Talk? It's a labor of love. 
It is, right? Is it but ho- really flooded with people doing horror film stuff? I just felt like you guys are the only people I know. Yeah, it's a that's a very um that's a very saturated content market, I would say, is like horror cult movies. It's one of the first I wouldn't say the first, but it's one of the first like regular genres on YouTube, like way back in like And podcasting as well too. Like that was yeah, podcasting yeah. as well. Like something that really like started the podcast world was people talking about like occult, like horror films and stuff like that. That's really kind of what pushed it out a there. A lot and more of and more people to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Well, see, horror movies is where a lot All of right, directors so and stuff make their name because horror mm-hmm. you don't need to put a lot of money in it, and if you do it right on a low budget, you can have a masterpiece. I mean, think about it. You have you guys all heard Doctor Strange, you no, know, the mount, the next movie, multiverse, whatever. Mm-hmm. That director Sam mm-hmm. Raimi started with Evil Dead. I mean, with a low mm-hmm. budget movie, and look what a, a, a horror or, movie can uh, do. If James you do it right. James Cameron. James Cameron directed James Piranha Cameron. Two. Piranha Two. Yes. Which is mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. not as good as something like say. Yes, Alien or something like that. Or Aliens. Not as good as Piranha 1. Alien. Not as good as Piranha 1. Not as good as Piranha 1. (laughs) I I, I couldn't say honestly. Okay, so let's let's get to the cryptid. Let's get to the cryptid. So, Eric is frozen. You live... You live... Oh, no. No, okay, no. Okay, no, so here. you live up. He's just very still. You live up in the Pacific Northwest, and you said yeah. you've never seen anything up in that area, but you come from the Fresno area where you have had some encounters. Well, yeah. See, and and you know, when we grew up, my family were hunters. We we hunt our whole life, from from the beginning of the mountains. You know, talking about Bigfoot was different with us than most people. When we when we were raised, you know, our parents actually I only had one parent growing up. Just, just we're, my, my house was all guys, two brothers, no women. It was all guys, so so you can imagine that. So we would go camping. It was always when they, they taught us about them about them animals. Bigfoot was always part of the conversation. Like just he's part of the forest. He's part of oh, wow. the environment. So we always grew up respecting Bigfoot, not like hunting him down. He's evil. It was like, hey, when you go out there, be careful. Remember, this is Bigfoot country, so you got to respect. You got to respect their home. Mm-hmm. You know all that. Now, the experience that that we have had is probably like the only experience that we know it was Bigfoot. Was when we go hunting. Okay, there's like there's two ways we we hunt. Half the group goes on foot out to a place called Poison Meadows. So so they go walking. The other half drives in the car. Now, the half that drives in the car are usually the old people that can't walk. Mm. So so you got the older people. Now, I was extra young, so I had a ride in the car. And then what we do is is on this hunting trip, hey, Daddy Stanton, my buddy, we meet up at a certain spot in the mountains. We meet up. And then we drive back to camp. People have beers, get drunk, and then wake up and do, this next, do the same thing over again. Well, one night, mm. one night when we met up, you know, everybody got in the cars. And we were driving back. And then all of a sudden you heard this noise on the left side. I and mean, you heard this fucking noise that cracked. Like, and then only thing you hear is, what the fuck is that? So the all the cars pull over. And then, then all the young people, all the young people got their guns, weapons. They got out. And everybody started running after it. Because 
And, and it was not a fucking bear because everybody knows if it's a bear, they're going to leave it alone. But nobody knew what this thing was. So all the young people got up. I even got my pocket knife because I thought I was brave. You know, you're a little <laughs> kid. You want yeah, to join everybody. I did. I had a pocket knife. And then I love started it. running after it. And you can hear it just, I mean, this thing was running fast. Wasn't on four feet. It was on two. Oh, wow. Just chasing it, chasing. You heard this noise and this, you know, when we first heard it, it was like a noise, like a, like, what the fuck is that noise? I don't know how to explain it. It's too hard. It's too long time ago, but it was, it was like a woman's voice mixed with, I don't know, something. I don't know. I don't know. But the weirdest thing is when they're chasing it, this is the weirdest part. It It's almost like it just disappeared. I mean, it, it, everybody got to a yeah. point where they circled, but it wasn't there. It was like, it was like, it just vanished. It was gone. And everybody looked. You'll, like, you'll, oh, uh... bushes. Now, some people say it could be a portal. I don't know. I'm not a, a I'm not a 100% on portals and that kind of stuff. But, I mean, I'm not saying portals don't Sounds exist. Like they might exist. But it was weird. It was gone. Now, the bad thing wasn't that that we know we saw a Bigfoot. That wasn't the bad thing. It's when, when everybody got back to the cars. Let me tell you something. The grown-ups were fucking pissed off. They're like, you fucking kids, never ever do that shit again. Damn, you could have got yourself hurt yeah. or killed. And they're right; they're absolutely right. But thing is, when you're young, you know, you don't care. You you don't have fear. You see a if you see a potential bigfoot, you're gonna go after that potential bigfoot. Yeah, I think it's mm -hmm. different when you're by yourself, right? I think it's different when I hear stories that people are by themselves and they walk up to one, and they're scared shitless. When you're with a big group. It's like you're not as scared because, first of all, they sneak up on you. You heard it. You saw it. And then, you know, and then, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm sorry I'm laughing, but I just remember my Uncle Johnny's like, you motherfuckers. I and mean, he was cussing. <laughs> he was like, you fucking kids. <laughs> you know, you he actually had to run it. So did anyone, did you or anyone in the group actually, like, see a physical... Like see what it was. They, they saw it running. They saw it running. They, I mean, they didn't get to see it like up close because it it was off to the left, like with the trees. But with, with the other uh, grown ups and the grown ups say they said it was standing. It was standing. It, it cannot be Bigfoot because the thing is, a Bigfoot can't stand. Yes, they can. You know, they could get up, but can a can a bear get up and then start running on two feet? I don't think I've no, ever seen no. a bear like run on two feet. No, no, no. So you're the saying that, uh, that the... is weird. you'll you'll hear that a lot with uh, Bigfoot encounters about like everything from it walked into a portal to it just kind of dissipated like the predator to it was just gone. We don't know what happened. Um, mm -hmm. And that sounds like one of these uh, situations. Uh, I've I've heard some dude on YouTube. I don't remember who it was, but uh, he was making the case that Bigfoot hair is actually made of like reflective material that reflects the surrounding foliage to uh, better oh. camouflage. I That'd be pretty that. cool. But I mean, I'm I'd not gonna lie. Like, I'm not into portal shifting predator. I'm not. Thing, I'm know? not into killing Bigfoot, but that would low key make me want to kill him so I could have his fur. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm just saying, no. like a all that shit. Yeah, that'd be a cool invisible like a cloak. Thing. You know what I'm saying? So, no, so normal. Nobody, 
with all the Eric, guys you would... who grab with all the people who grab the guns, nobody. Nobody was pointing for guns at the thing. Nobody. I mean, yeah, they're carrying the guns with them because you're taught when you go in the woods, you always have it with you because you are in the woods. But mm. nobody was like threatening to shoot it. Everybody, just a curiosity, just right over. Mm -hmm. And you go back to the camp, yeah. and everybody was like, "We finally saw one." You know, everybody was hype about it because you hear yeah. about it so much growing up. But it was still under a respectful thing. So when I hear, when I watch shows, hear people's stories that you know they want to go hunt, they want to go capture the Bigfoot, and it's like, why? That's their home. That's right. their woods. Like, you're I mean, intruding on them. Your house and hunting you, pulling you out of your mm -hmm. house. I mean. You're in their country. That's what the aliens are doing. That, to that us. brings up a, an interesting ethical question that I've been meaning to ask you guys. Now is as good a time as any, I think. Um, Let's do it. If we say that, uh, if we say that hunting and, and killing a Bigfoot for the sake of uh, science, undeniably unable to deny it, uh, and perhaps uh, implement some policy regulation well, in the woods to well, protect actually, them now, does that now bobby cost bit bobby, of in, the state of washington, in the state of washington if you shoot and kill a bigfoot it is considered manslaughter Love yeah that. there yeah there's yeah. laws up there yeah mm -hmm. now now of course you could say that it, it is going to attack you i'm sure you could talk your way out of it like it's going to attack you you have no choice but technically yeah. if you attack bigfoot you can be arrested you for manslaughter. iPhone and it's like cool. And that's, that's yeah, that's good. I, I like that. I like that yeah, rule. Um, like it's that. like a, it's like, hey, by the way, if this happens to be real, which a lot of people in the state do believe it is, and what you'll hear a lot in these uh, eyewitness accounts is uh, a lot of hunters will say, you know, oh, I had them in my crosshairs, but I couldn't do it because it looked too much like a human. So there's some sort of there's some sort of primordial kinship there where it's difficult for why would you even, even the thought? most deadly of hunters to pull the trigger on that. But why would you even have that thought thinking it for a second you want to shoot something? I mean, even if you deer hunt, you got to have a license. I mean, you just mm -hmm. can't shoot a doe in California. I don't know about other states, but in sure. California, you can't shoot a doe. No, I agree. Buck, it's got to have two forks. It's got to have a certain distance. I mean, you know, but you're Yeah, right. it, it's kind of like the uh, when, you, when you listen to scout. Hello. Oh, are you there? You guys still there? Yeah, we hear yeah. you. I'm here. Okay. Okay, cool. It's kind of like uh, when you hear the skeptics say, "Like, well, everyone has a cell phone now. Why don't you just take a picture of it?" In those situations, you don't think to pull out a. You're just bewildered by. And I think the same logic kind of applies in the moment when it comes to you know having a gun on you. And uh, yeah, I, I bet it, it would be you. It wouldn't even cross your mind unless it started attacking you. I would argue. Well, let's think about that. Okay, you're right. You got a phone. Mm -hmm. Now, now nobody here is experts. I mean, there is no experts in the Bigfoot field because exactly. it's, it's all theories. But if yep. you think about it, it's not like a Bigfoot standing like for me to the wall. We get this perfect picture. Bigfoot's far away. Right. Yeah. And they say yep. that Bigfoot can smell you. They know you're there. And once they know you're there, you're gone. So, you know, try to get a perfect picture. I mean, you've got to be up close, zoom Plus, in a certain distance. And they, if you're, you can't sneak up on a creature. Creatures got better senses than we do. Yeah. Uh -huh. Their nose is hearing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like you're a, you're a green beret. And why ruin the moment? Special forces. Mike, Mike, Mike. And, oh, uh, God. 
I'd say a so substantial amount of people have iPhones and they have some of the worst cameras. You have to focus nah. it. You don't have time. I for was that. in the military, so maybe I got little special forces. Maybe I could sneak up on one. Nah. You can't sneak up, up in on there. Them. You can't sneak up on them. You know, no. now, now let's be honest here. Now, we do know 90% of all pictures are fake. We know that. 90% mm-hmm. probably all fake. But the 10%, that's 10% what we're a lot. for. Because you only yep. need one to prove that it's real. Now, DNA the is the next big thing, right? Can we find DNA? But this is a problem with DNA. Who's going to be honest enough where you get an honest DNA sample from? Now, Because first of all, yeah. if you do a DNA test, they cost a good DNA. I talk about a good one, not not fucking a Facebook owned company where you spit in a little thing. You do ancestry. Yeah, a real yeah. DNA costs you five to ten thousand dollars. So, who who got that kind of money just to test out a piece of hair? So who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then you throw into like, is this DNA laboratory corrupted to the point where it wouldn't potentially yes. recognize a relic hominid, yes. which is. Some of the uh, issues with the Melba Ketchum stuff, I, I would argue, yeah. is well. Think about that. You know, Bobby. it's like you a, spend, you, you spend ten thousand dollars, you get a piece of paper that says an exclusive. We don't know what it is, and that costs you ten thousand bucks. That doesn't prove that's a Bigfoot. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you my know, goal, my goal in life is. I was just gonna say, my goal in life is to make a thousand dollars feel like how twenty dollars feels now, and oh, maybe God, in maybe yeah. those situations that might that might be appropriate but like again yeah you're right it's uh it's a it's a pretty fat chunk of change to get that analyzed and then it's like you know is this trustworthy is this corrupted by like uh, a mainstream establishment academia and science are they even gonna give me my results um you know accurately so as not to uh, uh jeopardize the mainstream narrative of hominids and whatnot so there's all kinds of little corruptible variables in that in that situation, uh, in addition to the the overall price of it. So, yeah, I agree with you. It's uh, it's sketchy yeah. business to drop that kind of it scratch is. on on uh, a little hair that you found in the woods, you know. Exactly. It's a belief system to me. It's all a belief system. You know, it's I think it's easier to hunt for ghosts than it is to hunt a Bigfoot. Probably. Because, I could see because at least ghosts, in theory... You know, people have died all around us, all around mm-hmm. this world, you know, so so there's always some kind of spirit energy. You know, Bigfoots are usually up in the woods, in the high places where you can't get to, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm saying if you want to be a researcher for something, paranormal is probably easier. <laughs> in, in, you know, aside from, aside from like monetary incentive and, you know, getting it recognized by science, as far as like the uh that one time i was abducted by aliens slash bobby's cryptid corner audience and probably yours as well eric it's like like who who cares like who are we trying to convince at this point it doesn't matter like i might be trying to convince myself that's one thing because i'm kind of just a general whatever about this stuff because i've never experienced anything but it's like freaking like okay so you bring a body of a bigfoot to you know, Penn State or whatever, or to the news. And it's like, well, it's real. And people have to eat crow and that's that. So I don't yeah. really care, to be honest. I don't care to prove it one way or the other. I just want to explore the topic, you know. So, um, Eric, on your channel, I noticed that you handle uh, everything from cryptids. You have a cryptid section. You have a world news. You have 
uh, UFOs, and then you have general paranormal. Is that accurate? Ooh, drink. Oh, why? I am double check. <laughs> I'm double checking. Is there anybody oh, hold on. My fault. Uh, let me see here. I got Sasquatch, Mothman, Dogman, Section, UFO, Aliens, uh, Paranormal Effects, basically oh, Paranormal Section, Matrix. The, the, the point the the point is, I do, is you, yes, I do you, everything. Yes, you do everything. So I got to ask for you personally: Is there a, a uh, topic of high strangeness that you prefer or find most interesting? Well, when I first started my channel, I mean, it's, it's it was mostly. Okay, the two. Okay, <laughs> actually, I got. I got to correct this. Okay. Um, um, I got to correct this. When I first did a channel, it was mostly paranormal stuff. Paranormal. I try to possess a doll live on air. I made my own Ouija board. You know, try to try to do a, a doll conduit. So I used to do a lot of that kind of stuff. Try to do possession. Try to force paranormal to happen. Which, which I'm bad luck at it because nothing really happened except actually last week, I, my my green screen came down when I asked. The ghost to move something that was fucking exciting. Ooh, real thing that has ever mm. ever happened to me. But but when we really started started the channel, wasn't it wasn't it actually it wasn't UFO. It wasn't a, a Bigfoot and all that. It was actually a word that everybody thinks is crazy. Everybody thinks is nuts. Once you hear the words, they run away. The word is um, what I'm talking about Try is me. actually the Medela effect. Most people hear that, they're like, "Fuck, oh, you guys are crazy." It. I was, my brother was 100%, Dr. Wu was 100% into Medela Effect back in 2015 and 2016. And he was talking about changes, memory changes, why things are one way, one thing, another. So so he got strikes on his channel. So one day he wanted to do a live show. He came on mine and we talked about why people believe in the Medela Effect. I mean, that's, we started the channel. What is it? What's the belief? What What is all the effects people are saying? And actually, it grew from there and all that. And then, of course, the paranormal, because I was so intrigued. I wanted to learn everything. And I never wanted to do a channel just on one thing, because to me, that's that's boring. You know, I want to understand mm -hmm. UFOs. And not just UFOs, you know. There's there's stories that UFOs, there's a connection with the Bigfoot. You know, there's they say they, they say UFOs are connected with paranormal. You know, I want so I wanted to hear everybody's stories. I wanted to hear... Because you watch the news, you watch the media, you're never going to hear the truth. Mm -hmm. They're only going to tell you no. what they want you to know. The, the, the truth About comes from people anything. like yourself and all that. And I never, on my channel, Bobby, I never force any beliefs on the people. I tell everybody, when I do my paranormal news channel, I tell everybody, it's up to you what you want to believe in. I'm just here to I did show notice a video, so let's go. story. Let's go one by one as to what you cover and, and where you stand on the legitimacy of the of the phenomenon. So yes, please. We'll end with we'll end with cryptids because this is you know whatever. So you mentioned Mandela effect. Are you a? Uh, do you give that any credence? Okay. Uh, the name itself is fucking stupid. <laughs> okay. The, 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 no, no. The the name is fucking stupid. The name. It's bad is branding. Yes. The name is based on a lie. Uh, uh, Broom made a book, wrote a book, and she needed the phenomenon of it is real. The name of it is it. not real. Nelson Mandela, in my opinion, never died twice, but the phenomenon is real. So I fucking hated the name, and and I believe there's something there because I know. I mean, 
go do something simple. I, I hate doing simple things because people say, oh, God, here's Medellin. Here's the Monopoly guy. Here's the freaking uh, Moonraker or Ed McMahon. You know, and, and you know, bears. Like I remember on. that, and Snow White, the mirror, mirror on the wall. The wall. Yeah. There's so many on there that I'm like, what? Yeah, me too. Same thing. Yeah, There's that's so what many I was of them. Like, guys, like, like uh, cup of noodles, cup of noodles, cup of noodles, not cup noodles. Like what? The, cup of noodles. Like what the fuck? You know, my research was that could be simple. Well, my research is like this. Like, like one of my biggest ones for me is uh the braces, Dolly with braces, Moonraker, because I grew up on James Bond. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. Roger Moore was my age. Roger Moore is my age, and when I watch it, you know, Dolly had braces. Now she doesn't, and now, and I'm wondering why. Whoa, you know, my question: know Why do one. I have that memory? Now, some people might say, "Well, there was a commercial with another girl wearing braces." Now, first of all, I've never seen that commercial. Okay, that could be true, but no matter what, I still have that memory. You know, you could tell me every reason why I shouldn't think that. You could tell me, "Well, this is why you thought that," but. You still can't change my memory of her wearing braces. It's 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 in. Mm -hmm. You know it's it is now. The problem is the problem with with uh, with the Medellin community is one <laughs> one of the things community? I've learned and I've seen. Mm -hmm. I hate to say this, but especially on Reddit, of people that that will use false Medellin just to be part of a community, right? They sure. do it yeah. all the time. I see these shows, you know, they ask people, what are your top 10? And I'll see this 30-year-old guy, 30-year-old kid saying, my, num my number one or number three is Nelson Mandela. He died twice. And I'm like, first of all, I'm like, you're 30 fucking years old. He supposedly died in 1984. You weren't even born yet. You weren't, you weren't even, even there. there. Yeah. You know? You know? And, and I'm not here to disprove people, but I'm like, come on. Be real bullshit. about it. Not yeah. everybody has the same memory. It's fine not to have yeah. the same memory. But my thought process is I want to know why people think a certain way and what, you know, what's the answer. Now, say, now oh, we always play this game. Medell fix real. Let's just pretend that it's real. 100% okay. phenomenon is real. Why is it real? Mm. You know, that's the next fun game. Is it a multiverse? Is it is it the creator making clues for us on the changes? Or is it time travel? Or mm. are we living in a matrix? I love this shit because you get to dive or into just, it and kind of figure out why. Mm -hmm. Like good old fashioned. It's a mystery. People don't remember things as accurately as, uh, or as, as other people. Like, like I, I think they're. I think wrong. that they're. I understand. Of of all the things, of all the things of high strangeness, I really sympathize with the. I guess debunking of the of the Mandela effect. Um, but at the same time, it's like, well, if we subscribe to, you know, uh, I guess like subjective reality and things like that, or the multiverse, it's like, okay, you, you know, you can debunk it all you want, but these people still believe it. Does that mean it's not, you know, not a, not a real thing? Well, so it's I at mean, least a phenomenon, you debunk, right? You could debunk anything. You could debunk UFOs. You could de debunk, sure. Uh, a, a, a Bigfoot, you know, it's it's a, just a it's a process, it's a belief system, you know. Now, Medellin goes not more than just music changes, movies, you know. It's like you put your keys on this table, then you go get them, they're gone. Somehow they're in the bedroom. Is that a Medellin? Is that a change or was that a ghost? You know, it's yeah, it's it makes you so. Say, Eric, I you're. 
what was you what was your like mandela effect that was like whoa like what was your number one you know you know i did a pair okay i did a paranormal news today and and i found myself a new one that i know okay. it fucking wasn't there okay on my on my paranormal news channel today the movie weird science I did mm -hmm. something too about a month ago that the music at the end of the movie changed where it wasn't Rocky. It was um it was actually the weird science song about Oingo Boingo, which is a kick-ass fucking band. Mm. Okay. Yes. Oingo Boingo is fucking awesome. But but now somebody says, Well, actually, I found that song. They replaced it. Okay, whatever. But I watched it again last night because it was on Stars or Peacock. What a fucking stupid name for for a streaming service. It's NBC. <laughs> but but I was watching again. And there was a scene in the movie where Lisa, the, the chick that they made from a computer, which yeah. I say that movie is the original Matrix movie. That okay. movie is fucking more Matrix than the Matrix movie. Okay. She's wearing this leather jacket. And now I watch it last night. I'm like, what the fuck? That leather jacket's got number 13 on there. That 13 wasn't there. And I watched the movie over and over my whole life because that I grew up on it. That's my age. And now there's the first yeah like mm -hmm. it's like watching meatballs uh meatballs where there's a scene where Bill Murray is in a hot dog contest and now he's wearing a brand new red sweater with a number 13 on it where before he didn't wear no sweaters in that movie it was all Hawaii shirts yeah it's like is there a sign for me there's a 13 now this is what I believe Bobby that's a very I, occult number this is as what well. I believe Bobby I always say if there's a change and you know there's a change for you there's got to be a reason why. Because something doesn't change just to change. There has to be a mm -hmm. reason why. And the fun part is researching it. Because look at the Monopoly guy with the with the Monopoly eye, right? We did a whole show on why do we think? Is there a clue here? Is, is it trying to tell us something? And we go all the way back where a woman in the late 1800s technically made the game Monopoly. It was called the Landlord Game. And she made it to teach young people on how to buy land because only the rich people were buying it and the poor people weren't playing in the game. So she was teaching these people. Well, in a typical world, a man stole her idea, stole the game, and sold it to Parking Brothers and caught Monopoly. But now they recognized it, and they actually finally gave her money for it. But I think the clue there was about telling people that Women were getting ripped off all through time, and men were stealing it. And this woman was teaching young people on how to buy land. See, that's the fun that I like to do with um, Wendell Effect. If there's a change, why? And then research it all the way back. Because even if the effect is real to people, the history that you learn from it is priceless. Yeah, it may just be something that shifted in this particular timeline or realm of, of reality. It may not be something supernatural, right? Uh, Brie. If you on the screen, type in Landlord it Game. Is. It's exactly Monopoly. I mean, it, she was ripped off. And men did not like that a woman oh, yeah. was teaching young people on how to buy land and, and to Ooh. get into the game. Scandalous. I forgot her name. I forgot Word. the woman's name. It's on one of my channels. Oh. Aww. No, oh, Jamie's gone. Bree, what is your uh, Mandela effect, mind blowing Mandela effect? You, you mentioned Berenstein Bears. No. I, I did mention that one. 
Um, but I think that Snow White was probably the number one. The Mirror Just Mirror because that was Mirror. my first Disney movie that I owned as a child. Um, I mean, it was the first Disney movie ever. But what, that was what, the what is the difference I, there I again? Owned. Remind me. It's Mirror Mirror on the Wall, but now it is Magic Mirror. Magic Mirror on the Wall. Yeah, that's pretty but crazy. I feel like we all know it's Mirror Mirror on the Wall. Who's the fairest one of all? And there's people. There are people who say, "Well, it was in a book. It was in this." Okay, you can say that, but I still have that memory of Mirror Mirror. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Now, At least that's how problem. everyone said it, like when they were referencing that scene. Now that's- there is one type of Mandela effect that I fucking hate. That it's very popular right now for whatever reason. I hate when people talk about Bible changes. I really do. I hate oh, the Bible changes. It's been because- written a million times. Well, the- it's written so a million times. Versions. And there's a million books. And, 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 and Bree, you ask any of these people who are saying there's a change. Have you actually read the Bible? No, but I read the, the famous the famous. <laughs> I read that old quote. Mandela fact about it. And you need to read more than one Bible uh, because there's hundreds yeah. of Bibles in different cultures. So, I mean, when people talk about there. The yeah, Bible, there's a I, lot of easy explanation with that one, I would say. Yeah, that's no. I think little, the only uh, Bible one I think anyone could ever say would be like if Jesus all of a sudden never died on a cross. That would be like the one and only <laughs> Bible which, path. Which is the Bible, like, let's be honest. Now Jesus burn on the cross or die on the cross. Then I'd be like, okay, uh, shit is different. But no. He man, died on a Ford like Pinto. A million different versions. And ah, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too hard because every culture... And then remember, the book gets rewritten to be reproduction, to be sold again. So it gets rewritten again, rewritten, rewritten. And whoever sells it, I'm not saying they're changing things to match what their religion beliefs are. But let's be honest. Well, they do it. It's, I, I it's written it's, by men. Men. I think it's regularly for updated for the modern, no pun intended, but the modern vernacular, I think. Uh, it's not like even like even a Bible written in the 1800s is probably going to sound different than when you go by like tomorrow, you know, like just because it's relatively updated, I would argue or assume at least for modern uh, dialect or whatever. Um, where'd Jamie go? She's gone. Jamie's gone. OK, so mine is uh, <laughs> I, I can I can pretty much explain Obviously hers away. Obviously, cup of noodle. <laughs> Yes, that's right. She's a cup of noodle. That's pretty crazy. To me, that's I can explain like, away the vast majority of the Mandela effect in my own reality. However, the uh, C-3PO has a silver leg, I believe, in A New Hope. Yeah. At the of a New Hope. Okay, that one. That yeah. one really like okay. melted my brain when I first read that and, and researched it. Now, see, this is now this is me. Star Wars. I'm a nerd. I grew Star Wars. Let's the first go. movie I ever saw the theater when I was a kid. <laughs> Now, there's two major Mandela effects in the movie of Star Wars. The Silver Leg and Luke, I'm your father. No, I'm your father. Oh, that's right. Now, no, I'm now, your for father, me, not Luke, I'm your for father. For me, I remember Luke, no, Luke I, I am, am your father. father. Now, with the leg, I always remember the leg was actually silver. Because wow. part of the problem is that when, when he's on the planet, the silver reflects the gold. And then, of course, well, over time, they keep cleaning up the movie to HD. And it's yeah, more silver. Kind of like the silver. Bible. Now, now the, this is the problem with Star Wars 2. The hardest thing about Mandela effects with Star Wars is George Lucas, right? Now, George Lucas is known to make changes to his movies. We all know that. Correct. But a lot of people don't know 
Empire Strikes Back came out 1981. And yep. while I was in the theaters, only one week on the screen, he actually made some changes to the movie. He changed the end because oh. he didn't like it. He has made changes to his movies even when it's at the theater. Okay? Okay. So, it, so and nowadays it's a lot easier because they could just do digitally and they could change right. things. And oh, he literally did that in the late now, 90s. Now, I've like always said at a that, different Max Rebo band. I've always said that they should change the Medell effect name to 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 uh, George, uh, Lucas effect because I feel that Lucas is more Medella than fucking Nelson Medella because you know back in 1964, people don't know that George Lucas wanted to be a race car driver and not a director. He oh. almost died in a car crash. If you type in like mm-hmm. Merced where he's from, he almost died. Went to the hospital, and and. And he, some people did say he died, came back, and that's where his his Medela mind came because, sure, you know, because that's where he developed Star Wars, and everybody knows that the prequels and the and the original three don't line up word for word. He changed changing things. All, some all his talents came from a, a some people car say accident coma. Some people say he had dick, he keep getting different memories when he's writing these movies, so that's why a lot of the dialogue don't line up. So like, this yeah. didn't happen. He's like, yes, it did. It's exactly. my movie. So I call it <laughs> That's crazy. I never heard that. But that totally makes sense because there's so many different versions and there's so many, so much debate about the different versions as to what people remember, what people prefer, and all that shit. So, yeah, that uh, that's very interesting, to be honest. I'm going to start researching that a bit more. Uh, C-3PO for me, Eric had Moonranker and something else. Anyway, uh, Brie, yours was. Uh... Mine was probably gonna be Mirror Mirror. Um, I know That's there's right. another and then... one, and I just can't think of what. Like, whoa, there's so many now. There, there really are so many, and but there's you no know what? Right I, was, I was gonna say how with when you think of Mandela effect, obviously it's irritating um, because of Nelson Mandela situation, but I've have always thought of it differently just because I never remember that, period. But I think of, like, an actual, like, mandala, Mm. like an actual mandala, like, art form. And I've always thought that the Mandela effect has something weird to do with trans dimensions and timelines and things. And that's kind of what a mandala is it's the sacred geometry and i always think it correlates that way so maybe you could just start thinking of it like that and not as much Whoa. nelson mandela but that's how i've always a mandala felt like there's a correlation there. yeah. like yeah. i said you don't have to believe in the name you can believe in the phenomenon i just the yeah name is, is to sell books true interesting just okay. like everything though uh, Eric, what is your stance on, let's say, ghosties and in in poltergeists and whatnots? Talk to me about that. Talk to me. Well, talk to me, talk to me, baby. spirits are real. Ghosts <laughs> okay. are real. It's all real because it's all it's all based on energy. And and I do feel like, you know, I hear you know I hear stories of we did we I mean we I mean we do a lot of bunch of shows like near-death experiences, seeing things, seeing that. And it's just, there's just too many people that have experiences and stories about ghosts. Is everybody lying in this fucking world? 
are are are, are is all the mediums are all not mediums. I mean, it, there's just there's just too much. Now, I'll be honest. I I'm like I I think I said on Chad's channel, Chadsmith podcast, that I'm like the bad luck guy. Like like if you go into a haunted house, bring me because nothing would happen. It's like I'm the I'm the kryptonite. <laughs> I'm the kryptonite for ghosts because I want to force things to happen. But a good friend of mine named Nicole from the Veil Paranormal told me, Eric, you know, a lot of times paranormal is happening around you. You're just not in tune with it enough to mm-hmm. really want to pay attention to it. You know, you need to sometimes slow down and concentrate. You know, it's there. And then, you know, just like last week, you know, uh, Chad did a reading and he talked, he pulled the car called Ancestor. This is, there, there is a connection here, oh, okay? Uh, uh, Amber's Parry World, she's a medium. And before that ancestor card, she gave me a private uh, reading. And she says some things, I know everybody always says this, that there's no way nobody knows. But she talks about an ancestor that she sees somebody next to me. And she described like this head issue that nobody knew that that my, my relative had cancer right here and it was the dented and she saw it and i never talked about it on air and then because of chad's card i did evp i was doing it right here for fun evp and i said make something move then all of a sudden i I, it was caught live that's what i loved about it i I turned around and my fucking screen just came down and i heard it and i watched it and i was so happy because it was like finally is there an explanation? I don't give a shit. Something actually finally. <laughs> that's pretty. That's a pretty profound it's not, coincidence. Yeah, it's beyond and, and, you know, coincidental. Say, well, Eric, it, it just fell down on its own. Okay, but that was an hour into the show, so just by luck, it stayed up there to that exact minute when I was asking something to move, and then it decided to fall off. I don't care what people say. Nah. Nothing moved for me to make me believe that Eric continued because it is all real. I do believe it's real because there's just too many stories. Because, like I said, Would, it's based on energy and 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 all that. Now, we know a lot of these TV shows. I I, I mentioned it. I grew my daughter. She's 14 now, but my daughter and I used to watch all these ghost shows when she was four years old. Yes, I let my daughter watch horror movies. I'm a bad parent, but now she's not scared of nothing. Thanks to me. No, you're not thanks a bad parent. Yeah, I turned out fine. You watch those shows, they all hear something, they scream, they run. Like, well, after the 14th season, shouldn't they be a little mute to that by now? But but it's real. I, I was in New York, and and my uh, my wife's, she's from New York, so I always got to go to New York like every two years. Lucky me, right? I'm not a big fan of New York, but it's so pretty. But her grandma actually on her property. She has a graveyard on her property. She they have an actual graveyard, and we you know we did an EVP and we actually caught a sound. Like wow, finally caught a sound. So I know it exists. I know it exists. But I'm just not lucky as most people to always get to hear these voices and and, and see these things. But I'm searching. I'm still. I'm still. You know. I'm re after last week. I'm re energized because I know it's real. I just like got to take the advice of Amber Peril actually gave me a private uh reading last night with three other people, and they all come up the same thing. They all say like the same thing, Eric. It shows here that you need to relax your brain and kind of like meditate, and you'll start seeing these things. And that's what I got to do. I don't know if that's the trick, that's the key, but I know it's there. So 
was was last week your only seemingly paranormal ghost like poltergeisty experience? Something like that. Or have you had that kind other of a ones movie? in the past? Well, I mean, we I've seen things look like things were moved, but never really sure. had proof. I, I'm always second guessing right, myself that right. like, that could be. Sure. But the the one when the screen moved is the first one I could say that fucking really happened. Yeah. I was there. I've seen it. And okay. the chat was there, and it it sounds like the peep at least even the people in our chat that caught it were like, that was crazy. You know, uh, if you asked for something to be moved and it did that, it was like, that's yeah. a lot of energy there. That's like, Bobby, here you I'm go. Not, I'm not a person that's going to make up stuff just because I want to get views in chat. I won't do that. I mean, I, I want things sure. to move every day, too, but I'm not going to make up an orb and all that. You know, most orbs that I look at, I'm skeptics on orbs because orbs to me is the hardest thing to even try to prove. You know, so when I look at yeah. orb videos, I'm looking at the color, the size and how it's moving. You know, you got to be true to yourself because Sometimes I'm not going to be one of those people just to lie like and bases in them. News. But I love Reed, Before we move on to uh, Eric and his uh, relationship with UFOs, do you have any questions in regards to ghosties? Ghosties with the mosties. Um, have you ever had any, or I should say this, you grew up around people that uh, basically taught you manners when it comes to being out in the forest and the woods and Bigfoot and all that. Did you have anyone around you that also spoke about things in the paranormal or or ghosts and things like that? Also <laughs> yeah. saying that, like, honestly, you know, this happens honestly, or... No, because I grew up in a house with all men and boys, and if there's a ghost, they're too fucking they're, they're too afraid to, to say that they saw something in, in, in our house. Now, now I lived. It's hard to it's hard to explain my life because I lived. We my, my mom left when I was a baby, so so we had a. She left the car. My stole my money. My dad, my father's money, and all that. So we had to live in a rundown apartment complex. By an auction. I live connected to an auction almost my whole kid's life. So growing up, I had a great, don't get me wrong, I grew up great. But I grew up in a community where we were the only white family. We, it was it was, uh, it was, was all Mexicans. It was great. And the thing is, growing up with people Spanish, they have a lot of spiritual beliefs. Yeah, for sure. They really do. They believe in the religion. They believe in the, you know, I, I go to their houses. And I always eat food at their houses because... They have the best fucking Mexican food. Mexican food's the fucking yeah. best. And they accept oh, yeah. all of you, you know, like, like you know, it's kind of different. You hear stories that a Mexican family or... or, or, or I'm not answering the question. Oh, to so, sorry about that. This went off. I don't know why. Is that Alexa talking about Mexicans? Alexican. <laughs> <It> must be. <laughs> you know, but, oh, but, but they're so spiritual and, and they would talk about, about uh, like, ghost is real and all that and that. Uh, you sure. know, we grow up. Everybody wants to do that bloody Mary through the window yes. at night. And yeah, talk, yeah. Don't do that because you. It will. I did that as happen. a child a lot. I did. So, yeah, you're farting so, with some sketchy, uh, sketchy stuff there. It it, it it's kind of fun. not. I'm not almost funny, but it's it's like it seems like culture wise. Beyond, I know my skin's white. Beyond the white skin. Other cultures believe in the spirituals a lot more, and I, I oh, at yeah. least I had the opportunity to grow up with them and understand why. Because they say spirits are supposed to go one way, but sometimes spirits get lost, and there's 
they got to do unfinished business. I know how weird that sounds, but before they even go sure. and all that. So I don't know if that answers any of the questions. Now, <laughs> no, it, it totally does. And I, and, and I agree. It's We talk about that a lot on the show is about how, you know, especially in the case of like cryptids, when you, when you start to hear these stories, a lot of them are, oh my God, I saw this crazy cryptid. And it's like the indigenous folks have been talking about that for centuries, right? Um, because they're just more connected to that that realm or that spiritual side of things, I guess. So, yeah, well, I always say you got to follow the source too. You know, any kind of a creature, cryptids, or anything. When you hear stories, you got to follow the source. Where is this story coming from? Are these people who's telling the story real? Because I don't care how many evidence people say they have, you don't know if their evidence is real or not. Nothing's sure. real unless you're. Nothing is one hundred percent real unless you're there doing it yourself. You know, I always say, follow your source, follow who's telling you this. And then it still comes down at the end. It's a belief system until it happens to you. And that's one of the things I always hate about skeptics, right? Everybody's a skeptic until it actually happens. I'm always sure. like, well, you, these keep an open mind to everything. There's things I believe yeah. more than 90%, but always leave a 10% because you just never it, know it, in this world. It doesn't cost anything to just be open to this. It's like, I don't understand. I, I talk to people all the time that are just like, if you even start to remotely mention this kind of stuff, it's just like they just shut down and think you're crazy. But I'm like, yo, like, I'm not saying one way or the other, but like, don't be afraid to at least either A, talk about it and or B, be open to the possibility. I just don't understand that that mentality, but we see it all the time. So yeah, you're right. I, I totally agree. I hope that dies off, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it will slowly. Yeah, as we yeah. atomize and fracture into the metaverse and everyone's just tuned into their internet yeah. well, echo chambers, everything. Let's talk about the so number one about the thing. Race thing to right me, the number one thing is the most hardest to prove. We all know UFOs are the most hardest to prove, especially nowadays when you look up because with drones and everything. I mean, UFOs is really a belief system. I do believe in UFOs. Now, hold on, hold on. UFOs, undefined flying objects. I mean, everybody has to believe in UFO. If you don't recognize it, it's a damn UFO. I truly do believe we have been visited from other uh, from other planets, and we are still being visited. Because if you're going to tell me that this fucking planet is the only planet that has life, then you're crazy. You're freaking crazy. I can't tell They're you. They're also not very smart, in my opinion, because I feel like science tells you otherwise. Well, listen. You know, science is like there's bound to be. This is a this is a problem with science, right? It's just it's, it's you can find science oh, thank to you prove your alien. point, right? You can find science to prove it, and you can also find science to disprove it. It's like medicine. You buy the store. They say they recommend it. They don't recommend it. I mean. There is yeah, no one hundred percent pure framing a narrative. And I can't. Yeah. I hate when I hear death experiences. Just when you die, your brain uh, does a little electricity and all your memories in the past. Really? How do you know? You are are all the scientists doing flatlining, killing I themselves? Like, were you there? Back? <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. <laughs> um, so you had mentioned that. Uh, <laughs> something interplanetary as far as ufos go would you say that you are someone that thinks that these are visitors from beyond the stars as opposed to something else like a interdimensional thing 
Well, there's always different talks, right? Uh, outer, somewhere else, or interdimensional future coming in portals and that kind of stuff. I believe we, I believe mostly in we're visited from somewhere else. That other planets are checking us out. Now, people always ask, "Well, why aren't they here?" Well, because they know that we're fucking animals still. Yes, <laughs> we can think we can write, but but <laughs> mankind wants to kill whatever they don't understand. Why would they come? This, I always say there's only two reasons why they would come. To to investigate us or to destroy us. There is no in-between. You're, you're basing Unless that assumption they... on, on, on human motives. True. You know what I mean? If they invented us. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's different. They that's a deeper bond that they put us here. I mean... There or are to take that genetic material tribe, that to... we are planted here. I mean, I've heard that, and that could be possible. I'm not saying that's not possible. I like the, the kind of like terrarium theory where we're just kind of this, uh, what do they Gold? call it? Like a pe that would a be petri the, dish uh, where Anunnaki? they're putting, putting different things into the petri dish to see what happens kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. So UFOs, uh, Eric, have you had any experiences yourself? Nothing major where I could sit here and say that is a flying saucer. You know, the problem is growing up in Fresno, we have a little more uh, military base, you know, and all that. So when you see lights, I mean, you can, you can disprove, but I never, never have it where at 100% I can say that is a flying saucer. That is not, right. you know, nothing major like that. No, but I know that. Yeah, yeah, I mean. The literal interpretation is unidentified flying object, obviously. But, you know, I, I think that Aww. a lot of the things, I think the vast majority of things claimed to be UFO sightings are military, whether it's something public or not, to be honest. But um, so it doesn't necessarily, UFOs, I shouldn't have phrased it that way. UFOs shouldn't, um, you know, that word shouldn't define my question, I guess. So you believe in aliens. What about like the general you know, the typical archetypes like the greys and the reptilians and, you know, the uh, Nordics mm. and all that kind of stuff. Where do you stand well, on, on the different... <laughs> we did we did talk about a lot of reptilians. We all know that the, we all know that the uh, royal family of England's mm -hmm. all reptiles. Yeah. We all, oh, now you're speaking my language. I don't subscribe you know, to that, man. You know, well, you know, I mean, I've, I've heard all those theories. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a 100% believer in reptilians. <laughs> reptilians and all that i've always you said know, it would never surprise me if that did turn out to be the case exactly it would have surprised right. me like remember the old tv show v in the 80s where they tear out like, the yeah space? that makes sense that's that's the farthest i was yeah, saying it's from an outer space but here i mean anything's possible sure i mean but i don't talk a whole lot about the reptilians i'm not fully into that but i love hearing other people talk about it man so you're kind of yeah, indifferent on that one what about just that. like the Go ahead, Brie. I was just going to say there's a lot. That's what I like to say, well, at least what I have been calling it for a while now, is like UFO lore, right? We have like ufology mm -hmm. where we're actually like studying cases or craft, you know, sightings. And then there's kind of a spinoff, which I consider lore, which could have some truth in it. But I feel like it's lore because – that's kind of like deep added information that we wouldn't have unless sure. it came from a experiencer 
and those are under very extreme circumstances. So I like to yeah. consider like ufology and UFO lore like different things. You know what I mean? When I you start getting into blue, blue avians, I'm kind of like, mm. I do believe they saying? have crashed before, and the government has. Ha I'm not saying they're alive, but but they know about it, and they they have experimented on some. I know they have. I oh, mean, I for sure. It. I can't prove it, but I know they have. For sure. I believe you know? that 100%. I just think oh, when yeah. you start to get into, like, um, different alien species, where they come from, what they want, uh, those kind of things, we, we can't prove that. That's all speculation but it's stories that then gain a lot of momentum and so many other people start to also say that they also met with these people or they had dreams of these people and then like that's when i put it in the lore category which doesn't yeah. mean it's not true but i just consider it ufo lore it's just like fairy tales who's to say that doesn't come from sure. something legitimate you know from somewhere wow. but it Danny, it's, a, it's at least inspired by something tangible I yeah think. it could have been and, and, inspired and, by something and don't get me wrong we all know after the movie that steven spielberg did you know close encounters third kind then everybody has seen that shape we know stuff like that happens yeah. when the image is out there but it doesn't mean it's not real i'm not saying they, they're they you know i don't know if they look like the one the close encounters but i mean it could be a possibility but we also got to know that movies create things too because because we're all throughout yeah. history it seemed like almost every 10 years there's a new shape of a spaceship why would it be a new shape yep. you know like the old flying saucer back in the 50s and the 60s more of a hut calf you know it seemed like things change almost every and then 10 the years. airship thing of like the yeah yeah we have lots of theories on how that could be the case though i mean it could be i'm not saying it's not wrong but yeah. you know i always got to of course, you have to have somewhat of a critical brain on when you gotta look be a at these topics. Somewhat. If you are taking it seriously, if you are taking yeah. it seriously, then I think you should always have your skeptic hat on. That doesn't mean that you throw everything out and that you're an asshole about it. It's just you should come at it from that point of view to work yourself into truth rather than dive right into believing and not looking at the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Or else we're just believing anything yep. that and, we hear, you know. And I hate how the government just like laughs, like we're gonna we're gonna show the world some of our stuff that we have found. We're gonna release this to the world. Like shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. That, if they have that's kind of where I <laughs> go ahead. Now I'm just saying, if they have something that they know for a fact it's an alien, there they're not gonna release it. I don't care who they are they'll release some stupid stuff where we say well we don't know what it is kind of like i play a lot of ufo clips on my paranormal news but all the i did one with all the presidents oh. well we there are ufos okay they're admitting that unidentified flying objects but they're not admitting anything that's from another world it's just like they want to they want to yeah. tease you and slap you now the problem is now when there really is something that's real they could come out and say, oh, it's just a UFO, flying object. It could have been a drone. Yeah. Now they can use anything as cover yeah. up. Cover up. You're never going to know what's real. It's about controlling the narrative mm -hmm. and, 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 and conditioning the population to you know look to the government to define what it is and isn't real, right? 
And that's where, like, so I've been di- diving down some rabbit holes lately about, oh, like, you know, the whole UFO phenomenon. Again, I'm not an experiencer, and I'm not saying this to to judge anyone that is, but like, the whole phenomenon seems, especially like in the in regards to like Hollywood and where it went during the Cold War, the saucer thing versus the previous kind of H.G. Well airship thing. Um, it just it feels like, on not to say it's it's not real or not, but it feels like some sort of higher human power or institution is trying to condition people to something or steer our perception of these things for some agenda or another. And I don't know what that agenda is. If you want to go down the Project Bluebeam route, we could do that sometime. But I'm just saying, like, a lot of this stuff seems relatively engineered, in a, in, but that's not to say all of it literally is, right? Um, so interesting no um anything else before we move on to what's that oh no it's it's not all engineered i'll say that right i know i agree i agree um but that's so cryptids no i totally agree with you um again it's not um it's like when there is some sort of phenomenon i feel like the powers that be try to co-opted in some way to shift it one way or the other and that's not to say it's not real it's just i think there's a lot of deceit implanted into the whole thing so um let's do cryptids uh gypsy road uh we touched on it a little bit earlier tonight the problem with cryptids is, is you know cryptids different creatures different things around the world and it's hard to know you know like, like like Bigfoot. In America, we call them the Sasquatch. In some countries, they're the Yeti. In, Jap- in Japan, they call it the Hibigon. The Hibigon Bigfoot. You know, the sea creatures mm-hmm. and all that. I mean, there's so many different kind of cryptids. And we know, listen, there's, there's parts of the ocean that we can never get, get to. We, there's, it's too deep. It, the pressure of a submarine can't go to certain areas. So we know there's creatures and life forms that's out there that we can't reach. You know, uh, if it goes back to dinosaur days goes back to dinosaur days but you know it's all it's i mean cryptids are hard now are you talking about certain kind of cryptids like are you narrowing it down to certain or just overall well okay let's let's start with let's start let's just start with with the the classic let's go bigfoot um where do you where do you talk to me about your personal relationship or or stance on that phenomenon well no well, we all know. I, I believe 100 in, in the Bigfoot, and it's all it's already just like, you know, we all look, we're all humans, but you know, in Asia they're, they're different looking than us. They're you know, Africa we're all humans, but they look different than us. China, Russia, all parts in the world. Bigfoots is no different. Bigfoots mm. have cousins in other countries. You know, the Yeti is mostly white. The Hebagon Bigfoot. I mean, it's. It's it's all they're all related, but of course they, they they adapt and look more to the environment that they're from. You know they're probably sure. you know probably Iceland. They're probably a lot more hairier than they are here in Washington and stuff because it's colder in Iceland. So you know Bigfoot is real. It's all around the world. It's just you no know, guy. You know I had a guy on my channel that we we interview. It's from Japan. He's actually he's from America. He moved to Japan and. And it's so interesting that when you learn about the Hennepin Bigfoot, he was showing us this graph of all the hotspots 
where the Bigfoot is in Japan. But then he also showed us a graph of missing people in Japan. Mm -hmm. And all the missing people somehow mm -hmm. lined up perfectly with all the signings of the Hippogon Bigfoot, the Japanese Bigfoot. Whoa. So there's so much to learn from other countries that then just Me beyond here. Yeti is to me just another Bigfoot. Now let's talk about Dogman. You know, Dogman is Please. brother. More of a brother. werewolf looking thing, but it's still related to the Bigfoot, I believe. It's a little you fun. know. And then what about the Windigons? And you know, you got the Windigons, you have you know the how about the skinwalkers? The native beliefs that Ooh, don't say that again. Right? <laughs> Don't say that again. <laughs> no, I'm just saying skinwalk. It, no, it's not it, like the uh, natives find uh, if you even like mention the name skinwalker, it, it, yeah. it's like it's like a bad. Oh. Dun, 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 All right, dun, dun. sorry, I wasn't. <laughs> I was just making a. Stupid <laughs> okay. No, I mean, sorry. Australia's got their version of a Bigfoot. It's just different countries have different names, but it's all related. You're just you're just. Do, that do you find it to be environment that you're in? The yowie. Think it's a flesh right and blood there? thing. The yowies in in, in Australia. You, do you think it's flesh and blood, or is it something bigger than that? Is it something psych uh, psychological or interdimensional, or kind of where do you stand on, on that? No, it, to, to me, for me, they're not interdimensional. Mm -hmm. To me, Bigfoots are flesh and blood. They are their own species. Hmm. Yeah, they they live they live out in the woods like a bear and a, and, a, and a deer does. They're they're their own people. They're just smarter mm -hmm. than us. They know better. They're they've been there longer. They were there before we were born you know before we existed they're going to be there after we existed they just know that they come out from hiding we're going to kill them because that's yeah. what humans do hmm. but they're flesh and blood i don't believe they're interdimensional. i don't believe there is now there we did have a show one time where maybe they're from another planet and they're interdimensional here that could be a possibility but for my belief system i think they're flesh and blood they're they're okay. they're another species. But you, I mean, you're not. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like you're in the box of, you know, mainstream science to the point where you're not open to the possibility that they are something beyond just flesh and blood. Oh hell no! Because we don't know everything. <laughs> right, right. Oh yeah. We're we're just scratching the surface no. of what we know now. It, yeah. Nobody freaking knows. It's just, to so, me, it's just like when people say, oh, these Bigfoot people, they're the expert hunters. Really? They are? How many Bigfoot yeah. they got in their backyard chained up? Right. It's kind but of an even playing field. People are more experts <laughs> in tracking. People are better yeah. trackers, but there is no expert because most Bigfoot sightings come from people who are just hiking in the woods. They were there looking for a Bigfoot. Most of your original sightings are from more people that are not so-called professional hunters sure no yeah and uh you i feel like the people that are going out to look for them are rarely ever the ones that that come across should them. be it's always it always <laughs> seems to be from someone not particularly looking for it or a lot of times people that don't even believe it in mm -hmm. the first place and there are things out there we, we're never going to like fully understand sometimes. i mean it, you just gotta you just gotta dig away and study listen to people's stories and just now I always tell people, like you said, you could be if you're gonna be a skeptic, fine, but listen to the stories because you never know. You might be in a situation like you know, like, oh, I remember them saying like this. Maybe I should do this. Listen, because you never know. You just never know. 
Yeah. Do I want to? Do I want to have a, a ship come down my backyard? Fuck yeah. <laughs> you know. But that's so funny because I I was always I don't know. I grew up horrified of aliens and UFOs and alien abduction stuff now. And now I'm like, hey, let's fucking party. Like, come on down. I want to see you. I want to see that. Shit, How yeah. funny that you're afraid where of that. I live, I live. I live in a town called Des Moines, connected to Seattle. Seattle, Berrien is Des Moines. You know, we have one of the first folklore stories about the very first uh, men in black ever recorded on, on paper in my area. Where uh, UFOs back in night. I can't remember 1956. That was uh, UFOs in the Puget Sound, and then some some guy saw it, and then the first record of a Men in Black convinced him to not tell your story. I always tell people, man, learn your area. There's so many folklore stories. There's so many stuff that's in your own area. You don't have to go to all the freaking hot spots people say they are. There's Do you know anyone in there. your? Do you know anyone in your area personally? Like, I, I know I always ask people that are uh, that that are from that that part of the country is like, what percentage of the population would you say is either a a believer or, well, or an experiencer? Where I'm at, of course, in Washington, there's a more belief in the Bigfoot than actually the paranormal. But you gotta you gotta understand, Seattle Supersonic had a Sasquatch mascot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have the law. The Bigfoot, Bigfoot is part of the state of Washington. So, of course, there's going to be a higher belief system in that versus anything else because it's part sure. of the culture. And that's the only way I always when people on my channel, sometimes I'll play commercials of the Bigfoot for fun. And people are like, why are you playing commercials? It's because because to get people to change their minds, you got to make it part of the culture. You know, I think of myself growing up in the mountains where, where, where my family always talked about Bigfoot like he's part of the forest. You got to respect it. They mm-hmm. made it part of the culture. So it's not a shock when I hear people talk about it because people don't make things part of the culture. That's why I tell people, listen to UFO stories, make it part of your culture, because when it happens, you know, at least you already heard about it. You know about it. Make it a culture. You know, like you said, I think you said it early in the show. If you really want people to learn this stuff, you can't just do a show and expect people to come in to learn it. You have to be going on other community shows, trying to. You got to be like a, a salesperson and tell it to people because they're not going to come to you. The ones who already yeah. come to you are already part of the community. You want to get the other people. You need to go to where they're at, and you got to. You just gotta learn how you gotta learn how to speak their language. Yeah, how, how many experiencers of, of any of this kind of stuff are out there that either a like just don't want to talk about it, or b mm. aren't interested enough to talk about? Like, there, it, there's got to be more than just the people that follow this stuff that but, are that are. Hey, Bobby, you said it perfectly. There's people who do believe in this stuff. They just don't care. Their life yeah. is too busy. You got to yeah. go to work every day. You got to pay your taxes. Your car is breaking down. They just don't have time to look into this stuff. It's not that they don't believe it. They just don't care because they're like, well, how's that going to change my life? Right. You know? Right. It's, it's, like, it's like when you try to point out any of like, like really anything, the deep-seated injustices of the world. People are like, all right, well, what the fuck do you want me to do about it? I got to go to work. That kind exactly. Of I was talking to this one guy about the Medela effect. He's like, He's like, he goes, he goes, honestly, why would I want to fall in that rabbit hole when I got to deal with a wife at home? I have a, I have a friend. I have a friend that's like, get away from the wife at home. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Right. I've been married Um, 25 years. So me and my wife, 
we're connected. Like I, I have said a on your show, recent, I just can't have the two of them. I have a friend that's a recent flat earther, and I'm just like, I don't like. It doesn't Wait, interest me enough. To, what do you mean? Like by he's recent? recently like come out as a flat, and I'm just like, oh, I don't care enough about that. To, like I'm all, out. I'm a total truth junkie. Don't get me wrong. Like I want to like dig into anything. And I'm just like, it's just like so low on my totem pole of things to investigate. Plus, Roger. like it's one of the most like chastised, you know, conspiracy theories you can believe. Okay. I'm just like, there's there's no benefit in looking into this because it's just like, okay, what do you want me to do with this information? Like I don't. I don't think any less of you, I guess, but it's like, all right, what else you got? You want to talk about Bigfoot? Because I want to talk about Bigfoot, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. So people got the right to believe whatever they want. Yeah, you know, it, it they take the evidence the way they want it. There's nothing wrong or wrong or right with that. Mm -hmm. I still, I can't. I know someone told me recently they're like, you obviously have something against flat earthers. <laughs> just like i lost my patience listen four and a half years ago yes did the episode like all right let's dig into it let's pretend now i just i have no patience for it wow i'm okay. sorry i just cannot so i can't because it throws everything know. out it throws all science out and that i can't yeah it's, it's a it's a very i tough tried i looked into it i gave it my time for about two weeks where i threw everything out that i knew and i just tried to come at it from that perspective and i tried my hardest to see where they're coming from and not think of like my past you know anything that i know and then after that, I'm just like, uh, no, it just made me I, firm, more firm of a that. believer that that's not true. And I just can't throw out. And, and, and Brie, to that point, there's a lot of people out there that are total normies that have that same reaction when you try to talk to them about things like UFOs or big aliens or, and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I guess that's why I should have more respect for the government side of aliens and stuff, because people like that need science or someone of a higher authority someone that's smarter than them to tell them that these things are real and that's pretty much what the government has done for all of us since 2017 late 2017 right as they were like aliens man these ufos they're legitimate but yeah, no, still not a fan, so I don't trust them remember there's a lot of great people like, i don't like, trust him i'm uh, the one person that's my, like eh -eh. my good friend my good friend bigfoot anon connor he goes he does a lot of shows with me he's a flat earth i have no problem with that he, he people can Wait, believe whatever they what? want to believe in and i don't try to discredit him he does try to discredit me it's yeah. your own I belief know, system i, I used to do Connor interviews on my earther? channel in the beginning with flat earth groups i did in the beginning i had interviews on why they believe in it and i heard it you know i heard and then i got to a point where they're all they're, the story was all the same I don't need to do interviews no more on it. I got what I needed. Right. You know, and I still feel that the yeah. earth is round. It, yeah. And that's fine too. It's just like, as long as you can have like, this flat. I just don't understand the people that are so opposed to even like entertaining it or like, they're just completely close. Any of I'm this sorry. stuff. Really. I'm now one of those people. That, no, no, like, no, 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 no. You've already entertained can't. it, Brie. I'm not, I'm not talking about. <laughs> I know I tried. <laughs> You tried. That's you, fine. You like, listen. You've Brent done more due diligence than most people. I fucking most tried. Most people won't even listen. At least yeah. you listen. I yeah, yeah I watched lots of documentaries. It was crazy. I was yeah, like, okay. Like, things well, I was like, fucking... okay, okay, okay. And then I did this, like, the rebuttal back to it science-wise. I was like, mm, no, this is why. 
and this is why, and yeah. this is why. So it was like, fuck. I, I'm just like, I, I don't, throw I don't care everything. one way or the other, and uh, whatever. It's not high on my list. Unless, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But hey, I will give you this. I will always leave a space for me to be wrong. And if I am, that's you should do that with usually everything. exciting. Yeah, I just I think that's usually yeah. exciting if I am wrong. So and Eric, because then it's a whole thing to learn. There's a there's a flat Earth group in America that let's just say we're not friends. <laughs> we're not friends because they hate me. A lot of them hate me because they hate when I always say, "Why do I care if it's flat, a potato, if it's rectangle? I still got to pay taxes. I still got to feed the family." You know, government still <laughs> lies to us no matter like, what, right. and they hate that. They hate that. They get mad at me because well, it's yeah, more it's, than uh, everything. What's it's your it's what's good. your preferred what's your preferred like issue to be outraged about that other people don't believe? It's just like I don't. All right, moving along. I got to go to work tomorrow. Like, what do you want from me? Kind of thing. And well, uh, I yeah, I mean, I don't get outraged. Right, outraged. Right. No, I know you don't. I I respect everybody's opinions and the. You know, now I do. When I get outraged, I get outraged where when other channels are not that way. Like she was talking about, like like I have a lot of channels that are trying to bring my channel down because mm -hmm. because I you know when, when I talk about adults, like, me, I, I talk about that not all of it's true, and they hate that. They want they want you to push push push. I can't do that. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. And I've actually have channels that are trying to strike me down, get me off because I have an open mind. Some of these channels are run by, not, right. not you guys, but some channel are run by hardcore truthers. I talk about the extreme truthers, not that we all accept some yeah. truth, but there are some extremes that my fucking God, you say something that they don't like, they actually bomb your channel. I actually had my channel bomb before. Yeah. Um, hey, I'm going to take that back then. Y'all don't come for me, the flat earthers. Leave me alone. I have enough yeah. haters. <laughs> no take haters. take one or two red pills. Don't take the whole bottle. Is the... <laughs> I'm so over. Okay, so let, let's wrap it up real quick. I I got to ask you. We've never talked about it really on this show. We've never gotten into aquatic cryptids. I know you did some content based on uh, on Nessie on the, the Loch Ness monster. Any any initial thoughts on on Loch Ness? The problem with the Loch Ness monster is basically what everybody else have seen. The, the pictures, you know, is it exists? Now, I feel that there is a creature out there, but I've never seen it. Of course, you know, it, and it's, it's basically the same picture that everybody have seen. But I do believe in the Loch Ness Monster, but it's, it's still one of the hardest things to talk about because all we got to base it on are pictures. Yeah. I mean... I've heard a few people talk about stories. They supposedly have experiences out there, but we don't know what the truth is. But you believe in it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just showed there's the Hogout monster here mm -hmm. in America. Isn't that uh, fake, though? The one in Wisconsin? Wisconsin. You yeah, know, I think so the Hogout was it, like it, proven all these to be could a, be related, a right? It doesn't. A Hoga could can be the same as a Loch Ness monster, so there are a lot of multiple stories of that shape, not just over there, all through the lakes in the United States around the world. That's why I do believe in it because there's too many stories that are similar to people talking about the Loch Ness. Right. Okay, so you're pretty. Oh, somebody's um, 
asking have- Eric, what's the topic for tomorrow night? If anybody doesn't know, I am not. I'm actually not doing a show tomorrow night. I'm just doing a paranormal show tomorrow because it's spring break for my kids, and I'm <laughs> taking all the kids to see Sonic Two. So I'm playing Daddy. I need to see that movie. I was in Hawaii, so I watched a lot of the filming of the movie. Uh, last time I was in Hawaii, I woke up one day and it was like right outside my balcony were just like like camera things being strung on wires and it was just crazy. It was a full-on production the whole rest of the time at the hotel. And I got to watch a bunch of scenes happen and it looked really exciting. So I was like, I have to see it now since I watched a whole bunch of it happening, which was pretty cool. I've never, like, stayed at a hotel where they're, like, filming the whole time. So I got to see it. Yeah, I get the original. came out this weekend. I get, no, the I get Sonic special, uh, I, I get special early access to some of these movies. It's where I get to see before the public does. Like, tomorrow I get to see Sonic before it comes out Thursday and Friday. And then next Wednesday wow. I got special passes to see the Nicolas Cage movie that – Movie about he's playing himself. He's playing Nicolas oh, yeah. Cage. I get to see that on a Wednesday. <laughs> Wait, how do you have the the hookup? What's this hookup? Because all you gotta do is buy like Show one share, buy one share of AMC stock, just mm. one share, and then you get invited to a lot of early access movies and all that kind of stuff. And when when their stock dropped down to like fifty cents, I bought like ten dollars worth of stock. So I'm technically a stockholder, so they'll they'll allow. I should have held on to that when I did that. Is Jim that one guy that was in uh, uh, Westworld? Because we ate dinner right next to him, and uh, we tried to say hi and take pictures, and he was not into that. But I'm excited because Sonic Two is based in Seattle in this movie. Uh, Sonic is playing Batman in, in Seattle. Nice. I just know that they're also on the beach, and that shit was in Hawaii. It was at the Four Seasons in Oahu. I was there. I Two saw questions. Aaron Spelling on that beach one time. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, Jim Carrey. Uh, so Gobstapa asked earlier today, Eric, do you know of the ghost coon? No, what's the ghost coon? What the ghost coon? If you're still here. I've never heard of the ghost coon. Hmm. That's a wow. new one on me. Yeah, what's a yeah, ghost coon? I'm gonna put that in the I'm gonna put that in the notes. Google that shit. Ghost, Is that something coon. I'm supposed to know? <laughs> I guess. It sounds kinda Ghost Coon. Ghost Coon. Where's like Ghost Coon hiding in where red ghost coon, almost like mythical creatures to Billy and the Pritchard Boys. Pritchard boys. The little critter is nervously difficult to catch. Huh. I think it's just a really fast raccoon. Yeah, so the even the pictures, I was gonna pull up a picture, but the pictures just look like a raccoon. It's just pictures of <laughs> because a it's a raccoon. <laughs> uh, so raccoons are wild, you guys be careful. They're so cute. See, that's why I love doing shows. You learn new stuff every freaking day, new terms. You get to research Ghost yourself. Coon. Ghost coon's oh, the word of the day. Up. This little boy is killing Ghost coon. Raccoons. I like I that. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to see that shit. All right, uh, Eric, let me know. You also do a horror movie show slash podcast channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've actually, 
I haven't done as much as I had in the past because I've been concentrating on doing paranormal news every day on my main channel, doing it five days a week. It takes a lot of my time, but I try to do one show a week. Like tomorrow, I will be doing a horror talk tomorrow. I usually just pick a topic of horror movies, like Chats I don't know, you know, paranormal, whatever, and then we'll just talk about all movies that's related to that one term. Right. Okay. So uh, one thing we do towards the uh, the twilight of this show is they ask me for a recent movie recommendation. I think it's perfect for uh, you to fill us yeah. in. Uh, recommend anything you want, whether it be something recently that you watched or one of your all-time favorites. What do you got? Oh. oh <laughs> I'll show you one of my favorites. I haven't showed you guys. One of my favorite. Jeez, keep it in your pants. Is, oh is, yeah, uh, trick or treat. Trick or treat. Now, now hold on. Now this says Ragman because they yeah. can't buy trick or treat DVDs no more. But in Germany, they can't call it trick or treat, so they call the movie Ragman. Yeah. Hold on. So this is trick, trick or treat, treat, like the one that I like with the sack. Boy? No, not the no. one from the early two thousands. This oh, is I trick. There's trick movie. or treat, and there's trick or treat. I think this is trick or treat. Yeah, this trick oh, or treat. This is basically different. about. Um, I'm so uh, a rock star sorry. dies and he comes back to take revenge and he uses his kid to play through a record. He plays a record and then when he plays it backwards, it tells him how to take revenge. And oh, I shit. absolutely love this movie because and it's Gene Simmons is in it. Well, well, Gene Simmons is the DJ in it, and Ozzy Osbourne has a scene where he's, he's like a, a religion guy. But the thing is, what I love about the movie is, is, is you got to get deep into the movie. It's about how society picks on this kid because he's different. He likes music, metal music, and other kids don't. So they picked on him where they almost killed him. They almost drowned him in water. So yeah. he looks towards this record that tells him how to get revenge. And you can't blame him because they're trying to murder him. And, of course, the movie where he has to destroy the main guy himself. But there's a lot of meaning in this movie about how society takes Talks you to that up. point where you feel like you have to go supernatural to get revenge because – You've seen the movie, right, Bobby? They tried to kill oh, yeah. him. They tried to murder him in the in the in the in the, in the swimming pool. I have How a old is this movie? It's like 1985-84. It is older. It is Do you still have a DVD player. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I think you can watch you both it. Do? I think YouTube. <laughs> I think there's a copy actually on YouTube itself. Yeah. Oh. Tri- look up trick or treat. Yeah, I have uh, Brie. I have a VHS player hooked up, ready to go. Oh my god! Don't even, don't I don't even me. have a DVD player anymore. <laughs> hell yeah! I'm a big fan of Ragman, aka Trick or Treat. That was a hell Killer of a Killer clowns from outer space. Oh, the music. <laughs> I saw that on the yeah. I didn't watch that, but oh yeah, oh. Fastway. That's the singer from Flogging Molly. Was in Fastway. Yeah. That soundtrack. Oh. Fucking. Oh, rock. oh, real quick. I I gotta throw some. Have you seen? Uh, uh, Black Roses. No. If you like heavy metal horror, this is a weird Canadian movie Ooh. about. It's like 1980s. Uh, you know, a satanic heavy metal band comes Death to town is. to a small town, and they're literally morph like into monsters as they're playing on stage. You should definitely have to check, check it out. Black Can Roses. I ask you guys Black both roses. a question. Do you guys like? I'm just assuming, so I'm asking. Do you guys like the movies where other people think it's overly cheesy, but you yes. see art in it? Well, I like them all. I like I like some movies where they know what it is, 
they know it's goofy, kind of like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. You kind of know what it is, and they go with it. Yeah, you know. So, and there's or a movie killer called, from out of uh, space. There's a movie. God damn it! What it's called? It's on HBO right now about a tire that uh, rubber. Rubber, and it, it just grows and kills people. You're trying to kill a tire. And there's a Are movie called Slacks that's on. Uh, um, is it about Plus pants? But where is, is it the Fresno Nightcrawlers? They sell these <laughs> pants in the store, and the pants come alive and kill you. They wrap it around you, and, and it's called Slacks. You know, I love when movies know what they are. They're they're goofy, they're stupid, and you just go with it. So you like it, okay? Oh, yeah. Okay, I figured. I, figured. I, I think you could find some of the movies I think you Bobby can... watches. I'm like, that looks like it would be so like bad quality and just like over the top. Yes, but it's I like think you, you can the art in it. You can find the humanity in it, and you can find that like even on a low budget, you can make something entertaining. And even if it is like kind of unintentionally funny or so bad it's good, like it's still something aesthetically pleasing to me. So, yeah, I'm right there with you. I think we're on the same wheelhouse there. Um, Nightmare. Gypsy Road. Um, yeah, I just wanted to shout out real quick. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Confessionals podcast with Tony Merkel. He's a really good kind of paranormal high strangeness podcast. Check him out. He just put out a, his. I think it's his first documentary on the Dog Man. It's on YouTube. You can watch it for free called oh, Expedition Dog Man which is uh, if you're one of those people like me where you can just watch people walking through the woods talking about cryptids and hoping that they run into one, uh, this is one of those, it seems. So uh, it's not for everyone, but, uh, you know, if you like that kind of stuff, uh, Merkel is someone to look out for. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Bree, any so final much, thoughts Eric? or questions? No, I just wanted to say thank you, Eric, for blessing us twice now with your presence on our channel Different show, but it's nice to have you very much. Oh, I, I love it. And I got one day, I got to get a hold of Bobby and do a horror talk show on horror movies. You know, Please, let's should. do that. Because I love all kinds of horror movies. I mean, I, I know you and I could talk Death Race. You know, oh, yeah. that movie where you hit, you kill people for points. Oh, you yeah. know, I know we would have fun with that oh, kind of shit. stuff. Yeah, let me know. I, I'm down and, uh, and uh, I'm going to segue. Why don't you, Eric, before uh, I plug my own shit, why don't you uh, <laughs> tell us where Give you Give us the rundown, you. your call to action. Hit where it. can we find you? Well, I mean, lo long story short, I had my original channel was called Gypsy Road. I had to change. I had 30 days to change it because the name Gypsy came out to be a word, a, a slur. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I had 30 days or I lose my channel. So technically... I had to change my channel. I called it Paranormal Highway. So I, I was thinking, well, Gypsy Road. Well, if I got to go one step higher, I'll take the road. Let's make it a highway. So now it's, it's called great... Paranormal Highway. And that's my main channel. That's the channel that I, be, I do show like five days a week. I do what I call Paranormal News. Basically what it is, is I have like four segments. All segments is Bigfoot. We watch a video, we judge it, then we go move over to paranormal. We watch a video, we judge it, UFO. We watch a video, judge it, and we go into the Medell effect. So we hit every single subject in that paranormal news and the interactive show with myself and there. And then usually on Wednesdays, it's like we do here, a two-hour show where we just talk whatever number one subject. But yeah. tomorrow and next Wednesday, spring break, I can't do that. I'll be doing a paranormal news in the morning 
And usually I do my paranormal news in the morning, like 10 a.m. Pacific time. Because I mm. love mornings. I like mornings mm. better than day, nighttime. Right on. And then horror talk is my little, my love. Because most people on my main channel don't like horror movies. They don't like movies, period. So I go to my horror talk. <laughs> less people. I might get people five people like watching, movies. but I don't care. It's fun. It's just, it's my passion. That's all that cool. matters. You do you, That's boo. All that matters. Exactly. Well, uh, my, you do you, boo. My other channel, or channel, my other show, uh, it's on all podcatchers, not for everyone podcast. It is a kind of horror cult movie podcast, uh, among other topical pop culture type stuff. Uh, we just dropped a new episode tonight on uh, Ninja Mission, which is a Swedish ninja movie, and oh, the cult movie uh, Ricky O, the story of Ricky, which is a very violent uh, Hong Kong movie based on a Japanese manga. So uh, not yeah. for everyone podcast. It's highly offensive, trigger warning. So if you're a sensitive person, don't it's check it out. Bree, send us off. What do you got? I would like to say peace and love. For those of you who haven't seen, I do have a really quick show and tell. I will show you since dad earlier, uh, dad, a.k.a. Dirty Mike on here, asked me if it is up for auction. I shall show you. My latest painting, since I always show my paintings here on Bobby's Cryptid Corner. Ooh, it's very vaginal. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I like it. And it's a fucking vagina. <laughs> That's why I like it. I, I didn't think I, like. I didn't think it could be anything else other than a sparkly <laughs> it's David a Bowie vagina. vagina. There is a real crystal glued here. This is a real oh. chunk of labradorite that I have. Any, put in was the there a, was there a specific choice as to why you chose that spot to put the crystal? I don't know anything about female anatomy, so. <laughs> Hey Brie, I just uh, posted, she'd be like I just posted she'd be like yes lying. that's correct. Um I just lying. posted link to not for everyone in the private chat. I don't know how to put it in the oh, main chat. I'll put Can it you in there for, for you. Someone I'm was asking so back there. Not a problem. Anyway. All right, well I don't know I how to follow up close out I should a, continue my vaginal art. I think you should only <laughs> draw vaginas moving forward. I'm thinking so too. Everybody, please go check out Eric and also Bobby, who's a regular here. And thank everybody. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We will see you next Tuesday with another Bobby's Cryptic Corner. Okay.